From the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. So the Ohio State flag, I have a problem with that and the Kansas thing. Not that you did either of those things, but that you apologized. I hated that you apologized. Yeah. What, what, who made you apologize? I'm not going to speak on that one. That Do you just... apologize for saying che- go cheer for basketball? No. He also has one win. Go cheer on basketball. Who was that? That was the king the himself. King himself. Well, one of the kings around here. Where does uh, Baker telling KU fans to go cheer on basketball rank in all-time great OUKU moments? I think two of the three probably happened in one day. The crotch grab and, and that are two of the top three. I, as great as Baker Mayfield was and as many amazing things on the field that he did, it's got the most overlooked moment of his career is that he made a Kansas game at that time. I can't miss television. Oh, I remember there was and that, there this was is not this is a different Kansas team than we're about to play this week. There was no storyline going into that game in 2017. OU was really good. Kansas was really not. And it was one of those, I'm, I'm guessing, I think it was 11 a.m. game, terrible weather, go figure. Like that's feels like that's every game in Lawrence this time of the year. But it was just one of those games on a Saturday that, yeah, okay, whatever. You're not going to pay much attention to OU Kansas nationally because OU's just going to kill them. Nationally. And it ended up being the number one story uh, in the sport over that weekend. There were seven people at the football game. There was nobody there. Um, and it's the game everyone was talking about on Saturday yeah, night. That's right. Uh, that was crazy. Kansas was uh, was one in ten at the time. Oh boy. Zero and eight in conference play, or maybe that was at the end of the year. I don't know. Um, not good. So yeah, somehow Baker Mayfield, you know, he responded to the no handshake at the coin toss and. We got gold from that point on out. Oh, I, I mean, he loved it at the time and still love it now. Hey, and love credit, what he's all about. Credit Kansas, they played really tough for a quarter and a half. And then the floodgates opened right before halftime, and that was that. But they gave us a fun first half. Yeah, th- those are my top two moments now as I think about it in uh, OU Kansas football history. I'm not sure what three, four, and five are. We'll have to, not a lot of great moments in my lifetime between these two teams. Is it interesting that he wouldn't speak on like the apology and everything? So that was back, um, Okay, I think that was when he was going through the draft process. So ah. I'm, I'm sure it was, uh, I'm guessing it was administration that, uh, you know, yeah. wanted him to apologize. Yeah. Whatever. Very interesting. Do you have a fond OUKU memory in, in your lifetime? Because that, that's it for me. Uh, uh, man, I don't know. I guess the, mo- the most heavily attended OU football game of all time, the Samaje Pirine uh There you go. Game There's number record. three when Samaje rushed for 427 against yep. uh, KU. There was uh, 1.8 million people <laughs> in the stands that day. OU fans, uh, some have been wanting a 100,000-seat stadium. Well... Based on people that we've heard from over the past seven years, there were well over 100,000 in attendance that day. 
Well, I was in attendance, and there was more like 5,000 people <laughs> in attendance because it was a total blowout. And there's something about this game that attracts horrible weather, I guess, because that day was cold and rainy. Well, guess what we uh, reportedly have on Saturday for this game? Cold, cold wet, and rainy there weather. There we go. That's right. So it's just so fitting that your last game against Kansas for a mm. uh, – Boy, quite some time is going to be the same weather game that you've played against them for about 15 years now. That is interesting. You know, this is, we are, let's see, we've played what four Big 12 games, and this is only going to be game two of teams that we won't be playing anymore. So, well, I guess that, because Cincinnati wasn't really like, oh, we'll miss them, or... UCF, like, well, um, you know, it's what were your favorite memories? It's only been Iowa State and Kansas. So, and we haven't even played Kansas yet. So, that's kind of interesting. The farewell tour has been pretty short thus far because you get three of the newcomers on the schedule. Sure. What's funny, though, is it's really Iowa State, Kansas, and Oklahoma State because, I mean, I know West Virginia and TCU have been in the Big 12 for a while, but they're not. They're not, like, legit original members. No, I mean, but the the teams in the conference that are being left behind, that we could actually sit on a Tuesday and talk about all the great memories they've had in conference play, one is going with you to the SEC. The other, you're playing a week from Saturday at their place. Um, Kansas State, you've had some interesting moments, right? You played them in a... Big 12 championship game back in 2000. You had a big win against them in two. Like, Kansas State qualifies. But does anybody else in the league that you look at and say, oh, man, there's been some great battles between these two programs? Because it's not Kansas this weekend. That's for sure. No, I guess. Yeah, not really. <laughs> so it's it was it was never going to be much of a farewell, farewell tour from, uh, from this conference. That's true. Is the point. That's true. Um, but... Whatever kind of tour it is, it's going to be difficult on the back stretch. I think this Kansas game is going to be really tough. I think the Oklahoma State game is going to be really tough. And, you know, you could say what you want about West Virginia and BYU and TCU. No one's really broke out of the pack. They're all kind of right there, uh, you know, hovering around 500 or, or slightly above. And I think I think every game that we have left, is way more difficult than the record is going to make it look. Uh, from the 918, didn't Bosworth stand over a KU quarterback that he sacked and threw the quarterback's towel at him while the quarterback was on the ground? Probably. I don't know, but it does sound like something that Brian Bosworth I, would do. It kind of done. feels like almost every Bos highlight that you watched, right? He comes blitzing through the A-gap, grabs a quarterback, spins him, chunks him to the ground, and – Ends up with his talent in his hand, and he just throws it at the guy. Colin KC, <laughs> I've been to every game in Lawrence since 2015. The place is a freaking dump and the worst environment. Only perk is that I'm 25 minutes away. Well, he says he missed every, every OUKU game. It's not going to be a bad environment this weekend. It's going to be a great environment. The place will be packed, whatever that means. I don't know what's a whole 50,000. Um, yeah, give or take. Yeah. I bet, I mean, it's going to be packed, right? You got a a Kansas team that's five and two, and I think really should probably be a top twenty five football team. And it's your last chance to 
see Oklahoma and have a chance to beat Oklahoma. 308, Tyler, remember when you wanted to give Caleb the Heisman for taking the ball from his own running back? I think Teddy played that up a lot more Heisman than moment. Uh, what that. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned that they kept showing it for weeks after on that, but I think it's you may true. have uh, built that up a little bit more than what, Me, what it was. I never Shocker, shocker. If I – listen, if I could ever pick one ability – uh, to have that I don't, it would be to take something small and almost <laughs> insignificant and blow it up into a huge ordeal. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's your game. <laughs> BV probably had the boys practicing in the rain today, says Sugar Shane in Newcastle. Probably so. Now, I don't know. It's a good question. Not the offense or the defense, just the uh, special teams had them out there in the rain. Ooh, Everyone else yeah. was in the indoor today. Yeah, that may be right. I don't know. That's a – that's a good point. Since it's turf, I bet they probably didn't. Uh, they're probably in the indoor. Um, but I don't know. I guess that wouldn't be a big shock if they did practice out in the rain. What's the early week feel? You and the text line. I'll let you start it off here. Early How you week feeling? feel. OUA 10-point favorite right now according to scores and odds. 10-point favorite. I feel good about it. I... You know, some of the stuff we saw against UCF, and you heard Coach Venable. Oh, I don't know. If if people didn't, last night on Rudy's, Coach Venables was talking about, you know, defensively how they played, I don't know, all but five snaps, I think, to two and a half yards per play, which is great defense. But those five that they got hit on were super explosive and kept – Central Florida in the football game, I kind of worry about the same thing with Kansas. You can be really good for them for extended periods, but if one guy messes up, you miss a fit, you're in the wrong call, they're going to turn your lights out. They they are number one in the country in explosive plays. Uh, we know how good their offense is. They can throw it. They can run it. Really creative. They're going to run all kinds of trick plays and stuff. Um. I feel good about it, but I think uh, I, they're either going to be in it for a long time and we separate, or we get up big and they come storming back. Well, let's – okay, well, that kind of goes to my point is I just I, – I'll pick this team right now to win – um, let's go like 34-20. I'll, I'll pick them with the 14-point game. Okay. And, and, and why I'm picking a 34-20 game, a game where they win by 14, and a game that they – you know, relatively easily cover the spread is because that's that's what they need to do. You know, it wasn't great last week. I understand it's hard to continue to win games in college football, but that in no way was a great performance by this team. All right, we live with that. We accept that. So the next week, back it up with one of your better performances on the year, or at least a performance that's a lot better, right? Yeah. Like you can, I, I think that we've moved on from Saturday and we've forgiven a lot of things in that performance, but I think we'll definitely – look past some of the bad things on Saturday, if you come out against Kansas and right a lot of those wrongs and you look like a much better football team this week around. And yep. I think that's actually a pretty important step for this team to, to make on Saturday is to not flirt with losing again because you make some really bad mistakes. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a couple of things in this, this game to me is like – I think it's easiest to kind of compare things to Texas and Texas was in a, a dog fight with Kansas 
until halfway through the third quarter, and Kansas fumbled in their own territory. Texas scores. It was it was twenty to fourteen with Texas leading halfway through the third. I guess almost. I mean, I guess two thirds of the way through the third quarter, and then they score a touchdown off of that fumble and kind of blow the game open. And not, the final score is forty to fourteen. Not indicative of how close that football game was. Hundred percent. And I kind of feel like it's going to go that way to some degree where I think we're going to be in a in a dogfight until we force a mistake and are able to capitalize on it. And then I think we can, you know, as the end of the game gets closer and they've got to do some things that they don't like to do, you can hopefully extend on them a little bit. But, you know, I think that I don't know. I maybe 35 17 Whoa, like someone that. gave a final score prediction and he gave it, it early in the week. Look at that. That's not Man. a prediction. That is a rough estimate. Second score rough prediction so far this year. Early week Man. rough estimate. By the way, uh one of the first texts of the the day was from Gunny saying, "Hey guys, huge OU fan here." Who will benefit from a wet game in Lawrence? <laughs> Choked yesterday with rain in the forecast. We get that all week. Hey, who's it? Who's it benefit if the ball's wet out there? Kansas. Yeah, they run the ball. <laughs> they, they run the ball, run the ball really a little well. bit better. And we've—I mean, we run the ball well, but we don't have the explosive run capabilities that Kansas has. Um, which you know, it was interesting last night, and Coach Vittables kind of said the same thing that. You know, we've talked about it. You know, the run game has been good. Offensive line done a pretty good job for the most part. We just we we have not seen running backs make the extra guy miss and and turn some of these runs into explosive plays. I mean, it's clear. All you have to do is go watch. You know, any game from last year and and see the difference Eric Gray had for our offense. Just making that guy on the perimeter miss. You know, we complained about it the year previous that he never made that guy miss. And it, it was, last year. It was true. Well, they complained last year even going into the Nebraska game a year ago. Yeah. It was game yeah. three. It was early on that he finally, finally, you know, I kind of feel like it was Iowa State. I don't remember when it was, but he made a really nice move on the perimeter and he was like, oh, Okay, that's how you do it. And from that point on, he was nails out there. And just that's what's missing right now. So, uh, you know, I think Dylan Gabriel's been good in the run. I think the the offensive line has been – I mean, they're not – you know, they're not going to win the offensive line of the year award, but I think they've done a good enough job to be able to run the football better than what we have. Uh, Bob Stoops coming at 3.30 today, so ah, 10 minutes later than okay. Norma, but we'll still talk with Bob today. And i got to read this one more time, uh, or, or read this before we hit the break. From J.G. Wentworth and from Big Chris, they're both saying, well, are OU players going to be practicing in the fire hoses to get ready for the wet weather? That's a joke. Uh, USC two weeks ago was doing that oh. in their game getting ready for Notre Dame. They're like fielding punts and they're getting sprayed with the water hose. Beautiful. Uh, well, the the fire hose, I think that's a dramatic way. It was one of those little bitty bug sprayer things. <laughs> it was sprinkling water in the guy's eyes, but perhaps. Um, boy, it's not letting up on the University of Southern Cal, is it? 
It's a, it's an onslaught right now. And yeah. Jason OC says, did you guys see that Brian Clinton video? Uh, you know how the guy that does the film reviews, and he's the coach, and he's yelling at the guys in the film room. And oh, he's yeah, making yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a USC one, and mm-hmm. Caleb is painting his fingernails in that. Um, Caleb snaps back at Link. Dude, it's it's the best one he's done, and he's done some really good ones uh, in the past. Yeah, I it's did pretty see amazing. That. Yeah, it's – I mean, it's fun. It's I'll, I'll try to play. Sides. I'll try to play some of that today at some point. It's, it's right. excellent. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hit the text on six five one three four three nine. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the K Ref app. It is the rush on the ref. We're inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studio on this Tuesday. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Bob Stoop set to join us in about five minutes. OU facing a backup quarterback on Saturday, which would have uh, scared the you-know-what out of us in the past. I guess any quarterback scared you in the past if uh, Cole Stout's going to throw up some big numbers like he did in the Russell Athletic Bowl. But I was thinking about all of the backup quarterbacks that are playing right now in the Big 12. KU's playing a backup quarterback. Yeah. Texas will be playing a backup quarterback. Tech is playing a backup quarterback. Kansas State is incorporating a backup quarterback in their offense now. TCU's playing a backup quarterback. Iowa State's playing a backup quarterback. And maybe I'm missing a couple of others, but that's an easy six right now in the conference. Yeah, and the crazy thing uh, is Jason Bean could probably start at – I mean, probably half of the schools in he's power solid, five football. Man. He's yeah. he's good, and quarterback depth is is hard to come by these days. And Kansas has found a way the past couple of years to have a a really good backup. Yep, he's he's legit. He's really fast. He's got a good arm. Uh, usually makes good decisions with the football. Now, you know, nature of their offense is really aggressive and. You know, he does take some risks at times, but he will have zero fear going up against Oklahoma in this game. Uh, how, Did he throw four touchdown passes last year against OU? Probably. It was a high-scoring game, if I remember correctly. Probably. What, we jumped out on a big, and then they kind of hung around for a while, right? It was your and, first conference win uh, a year ago. Nice. Really nice. Really, really nice. Yeah, he's, he's a good player. It's funny, Coach Venables last night. He's like, "Man, you know, usually when you're facing the backup quarterback, it's like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna get after these guys." He's not supposed to be as good as Jason Bean is, and um, I still don't know how they got him to stay there. No idea. Ohio, good move. I guess he knew that the other quarterback was going to be gambling, going to USC. What's happening? What's the scuttlebutt? That that right there. I it, it's those two extremes and everything else in between. Yeah. Well, maybe he's going to just roll in the portal and go to USC. Well, maybe he got caught with some gambling stuff and he's out for the remainder of the year. Th- think of a rumor and that's kind of what's going on with Jalen Daniels at this point. And others, I-, I even saw a take today on Twitter. Well, this is the week that he's playing and uh, old Leipold's just, he's going to surprise OU on game day. Bean ain't starting. It's going to be Jalen Daniels. He ain't playing. I he, don't think so either. He's not playing. He... 
I don't know. Did he play? I think he's he's only played in four games, or maybe not even that many, right? Um, I think he's trying to keep uh, trying to have an extra year. And well, I think um, so. KU played Texas. Yeah, no, I don't think he would have played in four because he was out like in the Missouri State game. Yeah, and yeah, he may have played like one or two this year yep. so far. I I I don't think he. I don't know. There's something up. He's not he's not missing as much as he's missed with a tweaked back. Yeah, he's only he's only played in three games this year. Ohio Sooner says, I can't believe you brought up Cole Stout. My day has been ruined. <laughs> so, this is where I go when I think of backup quarterbacks in the past. Chapstick says every quarterback OSU has is a backup quarterback. That's I guess that's true. Or they have been at some point. Yeah. I there's that stands up to scrutiny. Nine one eight says, and we're playing a group of five quarterback. Jokes. I love DJ. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, DG scrutiny has uh, existed on the text line in uh, in a few weeks. Yeah. Ever since that game against uh, Texas, other than Trey, once or twice, but that's about it. And yeah. you know what? I even thought on Saturday wasn't perfect, but it was it was solid from him. I, thought, I, 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 I was used that word. It was a solid day for for Gabriel. That's right. What's funny about that is, and it's a good point. If if that game had happened Saturday against Central Florida and we hadn't played Texas and he hadn't had that, the, the comeback against Texas, he would have been ripped limb from limb. And I don't, I don't know exactly where they would have hit him on, but you know exa- that's, that's what it would have been. The interception. He um, just ain't got it. Over the middle. Yeah, yeah. They, he just doesn't have – not enough attention on the lack of a running game. And, like, and that's what you have to factor in with Gabriel, man. He's having a great year statistically. And with the eye test, and he's doing it with a – I mean, when's the last time OU struggled this much to run the football up to this point in the season? It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. I don't know if the numbers would say that, but it just feels like it's been a while. Like, it's, it's, it's rough. Oh, I would say a really long time. I think even the year before Lincoln came to OU, which would have been, what, 2014 – I feel like we didn't. We have a really good running game in 2014. Well, that's the year Samaje uh, yeah. had 427. Yeah, Samaje went for 1700 yards that year. Uh, we ran the ball for you know 3400 yards that season, and uh, threw it for 2600. So yeah, we were, we've had a really good running game for a really long time, and you know it's we still have. I it's it's good. It's not great, but it definitely needs to get better. I think we all agree on that. 918, why would I listen to Bob at 330 when I can tune into the other station and listen to them talk about their wives or listen to them talk to their wives about grandkids, movie snacks, and backyard animals? Well, it just went straight to voicemail to Bob, so I I hope uh, whatever this is is better than okay. wives, grandkids, well, and backyard animals. Since it went to voicemail, what's your favorite movie snack? <laughs> you know what? I actually have to think about that because, um, like, I'd like to go see Killers of the Flower Moon, but it's been since Top Gun since I've gone to a movie. So I, it's it's still popcorn for now, but I'll let you know in two years when I go back to the theaters. Hopefully th- it's sooner than that. I think that's one of the things from my life that has changed the most is I used to go to the movies, like, once a week, 
maybe more than that. I haven't. I've been. We went and watched uh, Top Gun. Yep, same here. And other than Which that, awesome. I haven't been to a movie in years. Crazy. And I'm shocked. I, do people even still go? I haven't even watched a movie. Like, our, going uh, to the theater. our 13-year-old for her birthday, well, the, the day after the sleepover, saw the Taylor Swift movie. And I didn't know it was just a giant sing-along the entire time. I guess the movie is just a, a recording to of a one concert. of her concerts and people just in there screaming and belting her songs the entire time. That sounds (laughs) miserable. (laughs) I would pay just about anything. God, I wish we could come up with a bet. And if you lose, you got to go by yourself to a Taylor Swift movie. Which would look creepy if you rolled into a Taylor Swift movie by yourself. You may get arrested. (laughs) You may get arrested for that. That's smart. We should probably stage some uh, police officers in there. Uh, A quick quick, uh, Saturday rewind. During the break, I'll... uh, I'll uh, attempt Bob Stoops once again. Hopefully it doesn't go straight to voicemail. I'm just laughing about that. That's funny. You buy a single ticket and you walk in there as a middle-aged man. What's the dude from To Catch a Predator? He's going to be sitting there waiting on you. Chris Hansen. Have a seat right there, Why don't you take a seat? Take a seat. (laughs) Come on, take a seat. (laughs) Walk into an empty movie theater. (laughs) There was a South Park episode about that. That's exactly what happens. Oh, that's great. Same old James Franklin, huh, at Penn State? Nothing's changed. Oh, yeah. Three and sixteen versus ranked teams at PSU. I think it's clear that James Franklin needs to get a better sign stealer. I think I know. I know a guy. I think he might be available too. Uh, I think you know. Whenever you look at mainly people that write about college football. The takes are just baffled and upset, and Michigan needs the death penalty. Most everyone else is like, well, you got to be better at hiding your signals. And I think a lot of college programs are thinking, boy, look at Michigan before and after this guy. we got to rethink the way we still Oh, signal. I saw the, um, the, their record against the spread yeah. for like the three years before versus the three years after. Dude, we like could have gotten five hundred to like eighty percent. We could have gotten rich off Michigan if we knew that this was happening. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Though the unintended consequence of this whole thing is everyone else in college football is going to really change the way that they steal signals and put more resources towards it. Uh, someone is mentioning from the nine one eight. How does Teddy feel about a tool movie? I could see you going in there dressed in all black. It's a tool concert in movie. All black. Uh, he, I would enjoy it. I don't know that I would. I, I'll catch the DVD. How about that? Catch the DVD. <laughs> All right. We got to hit a break. Quick timeout. More from. Or call 943-9800. Is your team coming to Norman or Noble for an event? Let Chick-fil-A 12th Avenue be your winning meal provider. From box meals and nugget trays to lemonade and tea, 12th Avenue Chick-fil-A can provide your team's pre- or post-game meal. Delivery, pickup, or dine-in, 12th Avenue will have you covered. Call us at 405-310-3189 or use the CFA One app and let Chick-fil-A feed your team. Don't forget to ask about the Give Back program for a winning season. Call 405-310-3189 and remember to eat more chicken. It's 
Against the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Dallas Bill says, will there be a Ref Army Bedlam t-shirt made for the final Bedlam game? And he gives us an idea. The t-shirt says, sorry you don't want to play with us anymore. Signed, Mike Gundy. <laughs> nice. Uh, we could think about it. I bet we'll shirt. have a Ref Army Bedlam shirt. I uh, I think for every game this year, I think for every game I've worn my so long and thanks for the trophies Big 12 t-shirt. Really? Yeah. I think all seven games I've worn that this year. It's quite a hit on game day. It's a good shirt. Where'd you get that shirt, man? It's awesome. Ref Army store? Ref store. Yeah. Ref store. Exactly where I got it. Boom. It's cool. Oh, no. If we're going to make a Bedlam shirt, it'll be uh, <laughs> Reed and Mike Gundy voice. <laughs> Well, eight's good. Uh, 28's a good player. Well, couldn't stop eight out Two's there. good in the back end. 22's good as a freshman if he's healthy. <laughs> I could listen to – I might be able to fall asleep to um, just an endless loop of Gundy referring to players by numbers. Someone's got to be able to put like a like just a long sound bite together. 34's out there. It's going wide right. <laughs> <laughs> a 14 shouldn't be out there uh, he's all banged up good stuff i guess 22 is uh, a little banged up right now and it's still uh, he didn't look banged up at all on the play that he made on that third down in the second half um so so hopefully he's back to 100 percent this weekend but geez like a kid that's limited and was in a boot and he still looked like that getting to the quarterback it's yeah. incredible what is it ankle uh mm. The University of Oklahoma head football coach Brent Venables said that, you know, pregame he didn't think he was going to play because the way he was hobbling around and he was in a boot and um, ended up going out there. And I don't know how many plays he played. It wasn't a whole lot. Five maybe is four or five, I think, yeah. And, again, somehow he finds a way to make a huge impact on the game. Hopefully he gets better quickly because – I think everyone agrees that we're a better defense when he's out there, which is crazy. I, there's a lot of freshmen that show up and play good football, but not usually at the position or positions that he's playing. Uh, it, it's it just feels like rare. every play that he's in on it, it ends up being a big play. Puts it, uh, knocks the ball out. Big sack on third down, whatever it is. He's just got the, the ability to make big plays. Finds the football. Yeah. He's a factor. Well, and I think all that leads to this question. And it's a question that, I, I don't know, like just two years ago, a year ago or whatever, I, it didn't feel all that possible. But I think it is true now, and there's a lot of numbers that say that it is true. But I just want to say it out loud for full effect, the max effect here, okay? Does OU have the best defense in the Big 12? Yeah. Yeah. And not only is it a yes, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? Yeah. And imagine that that being a yes, like thinking that that could be a yes two years ago, and then thinking it could be a no-brainer, duh, would be the response to that. I hesitated because I thought there was some type of trick question in there. No, that was just it. Is OU the best defense in the Big 12? Yeah. I understand it's not uh, the best defensive conference, but that's been the case for the past 15 years. And and OU hasn't been that. Now, I don't know what goes into the stat of defensive efficiency. And I cannot verify this claim, but I saw 
on Twitter today. Someone was putting up the – it was the SEC account, put up the defensive efficiency statistics for the SEC. Um, Georgia was one. I don't remember the order, but at the bottom of it, it said – Oklahoma would be number one, and Texas would be number four. In the SEC? In the SEC. Uh, OU, now, obviously, schedules are different, but you know that it, still is something. Here's some numbers for you. 16.1 points per game allowed. That's number one in the Big 12. They are tied for the most interceptions in the conference with Iowa State. And their stop rate, which um, I, I like that stat actually quite a bit. OU's defense has been on the field for 84 drives. They've allowed points, or excuse me, they've had a stop in 73.8% of those 84 drives. Mm -hmm. That's number 17 overall in the country in stop rates. Yeah. Yeah. And And that would be first in the Big 12 as well. I know there's a bunch of teams that can probably say this, but gosh, there's so many of those that you just want back. Two touchdowns against Tulsa that we just non-competitive, one of them wrong coverage, one of them get beat on an out and up. Just easy throw and catch touchdowns. Like those have been very hard to come by. But I, and then the one Saturday against uh, UCF where we just have no one there. One, one at Iowa State for sure. Mm-hmm. The the longest touchdown pass that they had. I yeah. mean, that was just like just some miscommunication there. Yep. Yeah, you'd like to have those back. But I think here's the one of the main signs of, of growth is there's been like the second quarter at Tulsa was not great defensively. What the second quarter against UCF was not great defensively either, but their bad moments last like ten or fifteen minutes, and that's about it. You know, I I can't think of a game where they've played bad defensively for three quarters or maybe even two quarters. Like there there may be some bad moments, there may be a bad ten minutes, but they're going to turn it around and back that up with about fifteen minutes of really good football after that. Yeah. And, and, and Saturday was a prime example, was it not? First yeah. quarter, they were awesome, only giving up one first down against a good offense. Second quarter was not great, but the second half was was really good outside of the one touchdown drive that they give up. So it's never – the bat is never consistent with this defense. They, yeah. they can rally. And it does – it kind of feels like, now that you mention that, almost every game, except for Arkansas State, there's been – it's almost like a two-series little burst. Um, SMU had it. Tulsa had it. You could even say Cincinnati did. There's like a, a quick little burst where they find something. It takes us a little bit to to get our bearings back, and I don't think it's about adjustments necessarily. I just think it's about you know being able to weather the storm and get our wits back, and we've done a really good job of that. And my guess is it's probably going to happen against Kansas too, and they're one of the more difficult teams to 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 rein things back in because of the wide variety of formations. Venable said they have more formations by far, way more formations than any team they've played this year. Uh, trick plays they've run way more trick plays than anyone else. I think they're like number one in the country in gadget plays explosive plays both run and pass so i i fully expect a kansas for kansas to have some moments jesse g says shoot my wife has a stop rate of about 93.4 <laughs> percent <laughs> nicely done nicely done 
918 OU versus KU, 1978. Kansas mm. was going for the win, could have tied us. Uh, Camo Sooner says the only Mike Gundy shirt would say, later, Mike, tell your turtle we said bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Cherokee Sooner has one that says, this shirt just loves people. <laughs> I say I would play the Mike Gundy uh, turtle clip, but I feel like everyone knows what we're referencing here at this point. It's playing in everyone's head right now. Uh, 918, at least three of the ten touchdowns the defense has allowed were on fourth downs. One against Tulsa, one against Texas, and one against UCF. Mm-hmm. That is, that's interesting. I don't know if that makes me feel better or worse or the same. What touchdown did UCF score on fourth down? The, uh, the last one. That was on fourth down, right? The last touchdown that they had in the corner of the end zone to get was it within that two. Right? That was fourth down? I think it was fourth and ten on, on that play. And wow. they scored from like the 20-yard line, whatever it was. All right. Yeah. That is interesting. Um, yeah, it was. Fourth and ten. Complete to Baker, which was a really nice play. Um, really nice play. 918, it's so funny to hear everyone talk so much about the OU defense versus years past. It's great. That's from Dixie and Tulsa. It is great. I love it. And, you know, the good thing is, is you can be great at both. We, we just, if, if, if something emerged in the running game, we, we could be great on offense. We're really good right now. Really good. I think, are we number one in Big 12 in offense, too? Yeah, scoring, I I think points per game they are, yes. Yeah, Yeah. in a lot of uh, categories there they are, number one. But you're right, like running game sets it over the top. And not just for, you know, the offense itself to score more, but the defense is out on the field less. Like the defensive numbers are going to get even better if the run game comes along for this offense. It almost feels like, and I'm definitely the same way, but it almost feels like, you know, Dylan Gabriel's what, he's number two or or three in the – Eisman odds right now and it's like yeah yeah that would be great but we want to be the number one defense in the Mm -hmm. in the country in the big 12 it's 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 a good feeling well you mentioned all the defensive linemen that you thought played well on Saturday yesterday and you listed off so many defensive linemen it took us about two segments to get through all the names so with that being said was that the single best game of OU's defensive line this year is that the best game collectively that they played given the opponent, given everything? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, one, I, one of. Yeah. One of their better games. It was. And I don't know. I'd have to look at it. I'm not sure how many sacks we had. I know we had a bunch of tackles for loss. Um, but we had a couple of mistakes there that were that ended up being real critical uh, in the game from the defensive line. It was good, though. I, I, I don't know how you classify which is the best and – and how all of that works, but I would say that it is a really good sign that we have what I think I had eight guys listed that played well. I, we're deep and we're getting healthier. Our Mason Thomas being back is going to be that's going to help us out quite a bit. So, all right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number one next. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. There are trucks, then there's the truck. 
GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. Teddy Lehman here for my friends at Extreme Outdoor Equipment in Newcastle. They're having their end-of-season blowout on all remaining bad boy zero-turn mowers. Even if you weren't planning on buying a new mower until next season, you're going to want to take advantage of this sale. Take $1,000 off the Ramblers, $1,500 off Magnums, $2,000 off Avenger and Elites, $2,500 off Mavericks, and a whopping $3,000 off Maverick HD and Rebels. The sale ends when the last one's gone. Extreme Outdoor Equipment, located at I-44 Exit 108 in Newcastle. Attention basketball fans, get ready for an electrifying season with the defending Big 12 champion Oklahoma women's basketball team. Tickets are on sale now and start at just $99. Don't miss out on the action. Secure your seats now and cheer for victory. Visit Soonersports.com or call 800-456-4668 to secure your tickets and be part of the winning spirit. Boomer Sooner. This is Toby Rowland. Did you know that more than 80 million people depend on AM radio each month for news, weather, and emergency information? A new bill in Congress would make sure AM radio remains in cars because when cell and Internet services go down, this far-reaching free service may be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act. This message is brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Messaging and data rates may apply. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. It's time. All we want to think about is football and basketball season, but it's also insurance season. November 1st to December 15th is open enrollment for your individual medical coverage. It's the time you need to pick a new plan or update your income to avoid tax penalties. If you're uninsured, it's the only time to buy your individual medical plans for 2024 without a qualifying event. Call Allison Insurance at 405-745-2968 or 800-580-5587. It won't cost anything and could save you a lot. My daughter was diagnosed with a rare malignant rhabdoid tumor on the spine. They sent us straight to St. Jude. My hope was gone. But when you get there, everyone's like, hey, we're not going to give up. And when you see other people not giving up on your child, that makes all the difference in the world. When I found out I didn't have to pay, I was just grateful. They saved my baby's life. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Hey Norman, it's Monica Pears from Valiance Bank, one of your few locally owned banks in town. We stand by our local businesses making dreams a reality. Whether you're scaling up operations, starting fresh, or managing your personal finances, Valiance Bank offers tailored solutions to fit your unique needs. We're committed to making your banking experience exceptional. Come see us here in Norman or visit us at Valiance.Bank to get banking solutions that suit your needs. Member FDIC. 
Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Cavitz Group bringing you the sour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, if you have an emergency 24 hours a day, give Cavitz Group a call. They specialize in fire, water, mold, remediation, and crime scene cleanup. That's Cavitz Group, 405-573-3048. That's 405-573-3048. One week from today, the first set of college football playoff rankings will be released. Um, got some projections on that coming up next hour. Mm. Interesting. Also, uh, noticing some bowl projections that are out there. Uh, 24-7 has OU and Bama in the Peach Bowl. Mm-hmm. Jerry Palm of CBS has OU and Oregon in the Cotton Bowl. Andy Staples has OU and Georgia in the college football playoff in the Sugar Bowl. Still seeing more Texas in the college football playoff than OU in the college football playoff which confuses me, yeah, especially it's, considering it's, their current situation. It's confusing. Everyone's got to be really slow to change their their bowl picks. Um, we've gone from, like, the Texas Bowl and the Cheez-It Bowl. Um, even though the most of the numbers that you see, whenever it's percentage chance to make the college football playoff, it's like Ohio State at 70-something and then Oklahoma right below Ohio it State at 74 and um, OU's at 63. Yeah. Down from 69 last week. So, um, I now those percentages in the grand scheme of things don't mean mm-hmm. anything, but um, it is interesting. You, you have to slowly change your take – on Oklahoma, or people will notice, right? It's got to be a gradual change. Chilly water on the text line. I'm in the military, heading to Camp Gruber next week. Oh, nice. Going to stay in Fort Gibson. What's the bar scene like in Fort Gibson? Any places to eat uh, where Teddy Ballgame would recommend? Max Drive-In is the place I would recommend to eat. Charlie's Chicken is where I'd recommend to eat. I feel like you got an NIL deal with both those two places. The bar scene? Pfft. Has uh, Urban Meyer even grinded on someone there? The bar I, scene in Fort Gibson so great? The bar scene is, I don't think there is a... Now, whenever I was in high school... The bar scene is the back roads. Yes. Um, when I was in high school, there was a bar in town called the Oasis. And it was like a... That sounds like a bar in Fort Gibson, the Oasis. Oh, yeah. It was slightly larger than someone's living room. You had a bar, you had a pool table, 
You had a jukebox. That was about it. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple. Uh, one more. Less, uh, or excuse me, Wilson in the 918. I'm really worried about KU's offense, and after hearing you guys talk about its strengths, please talk me off the ledge. Wilson, I'll just go back to what we talked about with the OU defense. May yep. have a couple of drives where they give up some big plays, but for the majority of the game, I'll OU's talk you off the ledge. Going to play real well. Defensively, Kansas is one of the worst in the country. So there you go. Did say right. that last week. Quick timeout. Hour number two of the rush coming up next.